Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey, kids. It's Kevin Goatee from Gutting the Sacred Cow. Thank you so, so much for all the love you've shown us thus far. And if you can, please, please, please do me a favor. Do Kevin Israel a favor as well. It is the holiday time, guys. How about just a little giving for us? Just go to iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast and give us a five-star rating and a quick two or three sentence written review. That's all we need. Happy holidays. We love you. And now... Dante Nero comes in to talk about Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Gather round, here's what I know. It's just that this cow has got to go. I know some people kind of like it, yeah. the dynamite episode nine kevin israel holy christ will we make it to 10 <laughs> i think that's a safe bet yeah i think i think that that might be the that might be the final this yeah. might be the penultimate episode we say that every episode we're gonna <laughs> cancel culture or whatever even though this is not a you know show that's gonna draw the ilk unoffensive. Ire, I should say. yeah well, it depends on when your movie tastes are. Well, that's some, true. Some people were quite offended by Jeffrey Paul saying Spaceball sucks. I think but... we're just offended by Jeffrey Paul. <laughs> this is a problem. By the way, speaking of the aforementioned Jeffrey Paul, did we watch The Irishman yet? I did. Thoughts? I did. It was very long. Right. It felt uh, it felt a bit like a documentary. Okay. Um, I, it was a take it or leave it thing. Like it had, it was a movie that, it was a compilation of, of pretty good scenes. And then it ended and I was just like, all right. Did you want to take it or did you want to leave it? I mean, I don't regret spending the three and a half hours. I think it was it was entertaining to see them. It was cool to see them de-age 80-year-old men. Right. And it was awesome to watch Robert De Niro from a far camera perspective curb stomp some guy and try not to fall over with his geriatric hips. Uh, John Travolta lifts. Did you yeah. see the, oh, yeah. the stills next I, to Pacino? I, so, yes. Yeah, so people got very upset about that. Our guest today is Dante Nero what's from up, the what's man... Up, what's up? Well, oh, man, God, school man School 2. Man School 2. That's right. I did that a month ago. I had a yeah, blast. We had a ball. We, we did. And it's, it's, I said, you know, this guy's a good cat. Let's have him in here. Let's talk some films. Dante Nero, did you see The Irishman? No, I didn't see it yet. But I was going to say, if you can give three and a half hours to anything and not regret it, it's a win. That's a win. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But did you also, I mean, if you're going to invest three and a half hours, I feel it better be worth 
three and a half hours or otherwise. Well, he didn't say, say it wasn't. You but know, I'll, you know what? I'll tell you, you have opinions. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I wasn't fully engaged. Like I was right. definitely on my phone. Okay. Like you know, and then every now and then I'd look up and I'd be like, ah, I got to rewind it for a second. I don't yeah, know yeah. who this guy is. Or yeah, yeah. I thought it was fine. Fine. <laughs> three and a half hours, and it drags. Again, I've said before, one of my favorite films is JFK, which is like three and three hours and fifteen thereabouts, and that film is fantastic. But this film dragged. The last act where he's seeking penance and being the old man part, I was like, oh boy, thank Nobody. God, thank God, this was not at the beginning. I laughed hysterically as when you mentioned with him curb stopping the guy. You can CGI a man into being a young man, but you can't CGI an ass beating in, in molasses. I don't know why they didn't just get a stunt double. They could have just it. did that from afar. It, they they so, did they did it from. It's, 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 right. it's, it's like a between a medium and a long shot. Yeah, but it's, it's far, not enough, far enough. But it's right. not far enough to see that you can like run a quarter mile by the time it takes De Niro to finish beating this guy's uh, ass. Yeah. I also, again, the internet sucks for many reasons, but one, everyone crying about Anna Paquin's lack of screen time. Who cares? This is not her story. No. Right? No. This is not Anna Paquin's story. And listen, she didn't. Get, she would not have taken the role, I'm sure, if she was going to be offended. And she was like, no, I'm totally fine with this. But the internet had to feel offended she for her. She needed the money. Yeah. What's she been doing? Uh, banking on those true blood residuals. I guess, but. <laughs> with those fat titties. <laughs> um, my favorite part. And I love it because this is Scorsese nodding to Scorsese, and I'm not going to spoil anything because this is a true story, Dante. And if you know the story of Jimmy Hoffa, well, then shame on you. Pacino, Pacino excuse me. Well, Pacino plays Hoffa, but Pesci is not playing the, bo- the soldier or the enforcer. He's playing a boss. And he tells uh, Pacino, uh, sorry, De Niro in a scene, which is reminiscent of Goodfellas, where he's telling Pacino about Pacino to De Niro. He's going, you got to go. He's got to go. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it, which is right out of uh, Goodfellas, where mm. you know, uh, De Niro gets a phone call on the payphone. Like, there's, he's gone, and there's nothing yeah. you can do about yep. it. Yeah. But Pesci had that scene, and I reround that because that gave me you know, douche chills. Yeah. Up my, shivers up my butthole, if you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Well, I was like, damn, that was good. Played well, and I think, that's, I think that's one of the factors that always plays into the the the, mo- the really good mob movies is how matter-of-factly they deal with people's lives right it's, like it's yeah. just it's just get it's currency cannoli. it's get the col- get the cannolis right right grab exactly the cannolis. right right grab the gun grab the cannolis yep. that's yeah. the thing that makes it chilling right you know? exactly and that they're just it, this is business and you know and i mean not to get into our next episode but you you know in the godfather it's just you know they kept saying this is just business yeah. and then they hug after their brother's killed well, you ever, and they you move ever on see that documentary with the Iceman? Yes, I never saw. The book, the, the oh book, the, God. Okay, I will talk because I read this book. The book is fantastic. Yeah, the movie with Michael Shannon is a piece of shit. Really? Because they don't go. Did you read the book or see no? The, I just I saw the documentary. So he and used the to way take, that guy just talks about hanging a yeah. dude over his shoulder, like you know how you throw a laundry bag over your shoulder. Yeah. He grabs a guy and then hangs him over because and, and you're like you know, and he's just yeah. He used to take some of these people. He had, you know, he's a hitman for the mob, and he would take them to caves, and he would tie them to a chair, and ha- and videotape it with motion sensors, and wait for the rats to eat the carcass clean. Wow. wow. He would also take like uh, aerosol sprays, like on a ri- kind of like Spider Man with the webs, but he'd shoot people in the face with it with poison. But they wouldn't know they've been poisoned until like, and they die like a day or two later. Yeah. Wow, that's that's really sci-fi yeah, that's type a cold stuff. Book, but that yeah. is in get the book, The Iceman. Excellent book. <laughs> shitty film. I was very disappointed with that. Anyway, we didn't come to discuss the Iceman today. Wait, no. before we get into it, can I can I give my just something big drop today for me? 
They're calling Ghostbusters the Afterlife yes. trailer drop today, this morning. I'm a, Ghostbusters is my number one movie. It's okay. it's hence his state Marshall Man sweater. Um, and you know, people are like anything on the internet. First of all, this movie has been highly anticipated, and like everything, people you know, it's it's divided people. It uh, it stars a uh, it stars one of the kids from uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. It has a very he's got a group of young friends. It's got a very Stranger Things feel to it. Paul Rudd is in it. Uh, it looked. It did not look anything like the 2016 reboot, which we're all thankful for. Very much so. Uh, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it was. It was terrible. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did not. Did you uh, watch it? Yeah, it was terrible. I would not. I will not watch it. I even got it. I bought something where they go, and here's a free digital copy of the female Ghostbuster. I go, not necessary. I would only watch it illegally on my Fire Stick. That was the only way I watch it. Really? Yeah. I was like, this doesn't deserve my money or like me even <laughs> expending cable time on this. I watched it when it when it was on FX. It was already. Oh, you have to sit through commercials for that uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude, that is some real torture there. Yeah. But uh, but the the trailer look the trailer looks a lot better than the 2016 reboot. It has definitely has promise. It looks like the main character, the young kids are. Uh, Spangler's yep. son, uh, son and daughter, uh, I believe they're brother and sister, the, the the boy and the girl. And then Paul Rudd plays a scientist who seems to be a big fan of the Ghostbusters, and they uncover some Ghostbusters paraphernalia in a town where, coincidentally, some ghost stuff is happening. My only concern about the trailer, and I, I and I think that it was done purposely, is no there was black n- people. There, well, the, yeah, that's always that's always on my mind. Winston Zeddemore's kids not in this. This is where bullshit. is the representation? No, was that there? What there was no funny. There were no, there were no jokes, no yeah. ha ha moment yeah. at all. Not in the trailer, not one, nope. no. not one little that like, not, not even at the. I, th- I thought like there was going to be the very end little scene where it was like, oh, ha, all right, yeah, yeah. and we move on, nothing. But I think they did that on purpose because they wanted to say we are not the 2016 yeah. movie, which went full SNL with that film. Yeah. So I think they want people to go, all right, this is something completely different. I have, I have faith that it's going to be funny because Paul Rudd is in it. Uh, Reitman's son wrote it. He knows comedy. But, he knows films, period. Right. Up, in, up in the Air is so goddamn good. Yes. Yeah. I right. love Up in the Air. Right. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this movie. Uh, I don't think anybody's ever going to be fully happy with it. And my, and my final analysis of the, of the issue with the movie is Ghostbusters, the original, was a film that was purely based off the cast. It was a, it was yes. it was a it was a movie about characters that you kind of loved and you saw them through something and the ghost and everything else happening was kind of background. It was more about the chemistry between those characters. So then when you try to recreate that without those characters yeah. and say this is Ghostbusters too, it's really hard to do. Sure, and it's hard to capture that magic when you don't have. I mean, I know there's going to be. They're they're gonna have cameos. I think uh, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd are gonna have cameos. They're all in it. they're all coming back except Rick Moranis. Well, oh, is he definitely not? He said definitely not. He's definitely not. Yeah. Um. So it, that'll be nice, but it'll just be interesting. I mean, in the end, this movie's gonna be good or bad if the new cast can pull it off. It's just a matter of do you care? Do I see if I see pink slime or a Statue of Liberty being controlled by a Nintendo Advantage controller? I'm walking right out. I don't think we'll be seeing that. Boy, Ghostbusters 2 was an egregious piece of shit. Nah. See, I thought it was until I saw the reboot, and then I was like, you know what? Ghostbusters 2 wasn't <laughs> so that bad. bad. wasn't mm. that bad. Well, that's a good transition for the shit bird that we're getting ready to review. The Last <laughs> Jedi, which is also quite timely as we tape this. The new one coming out in two—no, next Thursday— 
I was here when Kevin Goatee bought his tickets. Oh, he yeah. was as he was yes. as we were podcasting. He was on he his phone online. furiously. It had just opened. Yeah. I think they just yeah. the ticket buying just opened, and he's like, "I got him! I got him!" Well, I was happy. Then I was like, ah, "The reviews aren't so good, and the trailers aren't really grabbing me." But yeah, speaking of buying tickets, I bought more today for something I think you boys may appreciate. Guess who's coming to the Beacon Theater to play his 1985 classic while doing? Q&A before the show. Who? Pee-wee Herman. Stop wow. it. For Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I texted my buddy Terry. go, we are going. He's like, <laughs> give me a ticket. Go, they go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. I will be there. Everything old is new again. How great. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. A fucking classic. Best. Okay, good. We don't have to fight that. This is great. Yes. The Last Jedi, though, is something. And I'll, uh, we should warn you. Kevin and Israel and I are huge Star Wars fans. We even had one guy, Mike Carina, come in about a month ago, and he attempted. Are you ready to take this? He attempted to take down Star Wars Episode Four. Yeah, I, I'm. I, here's, here, I'm. I'm with you. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Okay. But initially, you know, I was supposed to come the last time, and we got our lines crossed, and I, and I, we were talking about doing the Force Awakens. Force Awakens. But we already I, did our homework. For but this. I did. Yeah, well, we did <laughs> I, so I came back right. But I, even with Force Awakens, I didn't give a fuck about these characters. It's like you grow up as a as a Star Wars fan, and you develop these characters. And I'm watching this, and midway through watching it. I didn't give a fuck about these characters. And so with The Last Jedi, I cared less. You know? All right, all right. Hold on. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But I will tell you this. I like I his was, passion. Though. I do, I too. Like he just it wants- is shit. I was re-watching the, just now, God, Thursday? Thursday. I was doing work, and I put on in the background... Return of the Jedi. Right. And it's like finding that, I don't know, that those pair of sweatpants in your closet. You yeah. go, yep, these things are just as comfortable <laughs> and it's just as good. Jedi is so great. And it's my second favorite one of the bunch. Mm. Star Wars being the first one. Empire third. Don't get me wrong. Still love Empire, but yeah. preferential. And I'm not going to hear the Ewoks argument bullshit. Nah, so I'm the tip of my tongue. Not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> Teddy gonna, bears. Please. Not the worst thing. The Last Jedi. But let's talk about The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi has grossed a lofty 1.32 billion with a B with as an it, with an as X. It should have. Thirteenth on the all-time list. Ninety-one percent of the critics on Rotten Tomato Tomatoes gave this a positive review. The audience, take a guess. Well, so it's ninety-one percent of critics. Critics. I bet the audience is at like ninety-six. I'll say ninety-eight. Forty-four. Oh, really? The audience. I was wow. shocked. Wow, shocked. That... IMDb seven point one. I was floored. I saw the forty-four. Wow. wow. That, that means Ray Goots must have left forty-five thousand <laughs> reviews. You don't follow Ray Goots on uh, Facebook, do so. He's a, a Disney movie, Star Wars, um, you know, critic. Quotes from this film. I only pulled Ugh. down three. I don't know if you had any. Nope. Let the past die. Kill it. Yes. That was good. And now that this movie is in the past. <laughs> I know. Still holding for General Hawks. All right. Mm. Strike me down in anger and I'll always be with you like your father. Like, that was good. Those are the three. Those like are the three your quotes. father. Five. But no, let's be honest. Sure. Nobody's quoted this movie. No. Nobody, no, 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 nobody no, hanging no. out with their buddies was ever like, Never. hey, get it? Get it? Last, last yeah. Jedi. Remember? No. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Five fun facts. Do you know who is this is? Well, it's going to tie into this, but trust me. Who was actually originally casted to play Darth Maul, but dropped out because they cut his scenes in Episode One? Who was cast in Episode One to play Darth Maul, but dropped out? I don't know. 
Benicio del Toro. Really? Oh, I could see that. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. Prince William and Prince Henry play stormtroopers. Daniel Craig and Joseph Gordon-Levitt have voice roles in this film. Are they, uh, Craig wasn't actually the stormtrooper? No, his voice. When she was because getting... Because they, they were shooting... Uh, what was it? Spectre, I guess, was the last... James, piece of shit, by the way. Um, the last Bond film. And he was... They, were, they shoot at a Pinewood. I England. always thought he was the actual stormtrooper. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the new Bond trailer, did you catch it? Yeah. Thoughts? Don't care. Really? Yep. Why? Yeah, I just... I. I just haven't cared about the Daniel Craig series. <laughs> you're silly. You're, you're being silly because Casino Royale is fantastic. It and, was. It was. And Skyfall is majestic. I guess. I the just, other two suck. I, no argument. Quantum of Solace is trash. And Spectre was an absolute wasted opportunity. Here's the, here's the problem. Here's the problem I have with those movies. And I crossed this same problem over to, um, uh, what are the Tom Cruise equivalent? Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Oh, don't you dare that, kill that franchise. That, that I, good. Every time one of those new movies comes out, I sit down and I go, I don't remember anything about the last movie. I don't remember anything. Uh, James they Bond. Do, they do kind of float in together like glaze over. All, yeah. But I think the Bond movies are like, it's like food. Right. You know what I mean? It's like you je- you should watch them. And not watching them is a thing. Like, you're not supposed to not watch them. You know what I mean? I lo- yeah. Like, you need them. Yeah. But some things you don't need to eat. Yeah. But like, you know what? Like, as soon as I walk out of the theater, I'm blueberries. like, I forget what happened in that movie. Yeah. The, I no, why I the, the rule of Bond films, especially in the last 20 some years, every other one of them is good. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. every other. Casino yeah. Royale, great. Quantum Solves, crap. Skyfall, great. Spectre sucks. Go back to uh, 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 Brosnan, although I could argue the first two are the only ones that are good, and the ones after that, well, Tomorrow Never Dies. No, the second one was Tomorrow let's, Never let's Dies. Let's be honest. Man with a Golden Gun, great. Solid. Moonraker, sucks. <laughs> a View to a Kill, sucks. Octopussy, sucked. Other few. But you Remember know what? Let's I die, good. I think a lot, of, good. a lot of what made James Bond movies so much fun back in the day Gadgets. and so enjoyable you can't even do it anymore. Like a guy yeah. can't be a cool womanizer. Oh. You can't like you. you this, the the kind of the corny humor that kind of pervaded most of the movies, yeah. sometimes lesser. There, you can't do that in these. Dan, Dan Craig can't be funny. No, he no. can't be. And let me tell you, uh, Sean Connery used to beat bitches up. Yo, yeah, the, yeah. the, the line in Goldfinger, and I love it. And I'm waiting for everyone to go just to turn on this film where he's with that chick in Miami. And he uh, he sees Felix Leiter come see him. He goes, run along, honey. Man talking. Slap her ass. <laughs> I'm like, oh, if the SJW oh, saw There would have been a protest. There would have been people outside his house. Who passed on the role of the codebreaker in The Last Jedi? Oh, shit. I know this. Oh, fuck. I just, I read that too. It wasn't like Brad Pitt or anything, was it? Who was no, it? No. Who was it? Joaquin Phoenix. Wow. Oh, Pass, really? Yeah. Wow. Passing the road of the cold code breaker. This is the first Star Wars film without an actual lightsaber duel. That's, yeah. If you look closely at Luke's robotic hand when he hands Ray the lightsaber, you can see the scorch mark where he was shot in Return of the Jedi on Jabba's barge. Staying true. Five fun facts. They love sticking to those little... Nuances. Those little, new, yeah, those little like the dice. Right. Nobody gave a yeah. fuck about the dice. No. Oh, from Solo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I remember that too. I'm like, and they was, and they were so like intent on making sure you saw that. Get it? Yeah. Intentional dice. dice. Hey, yeah. dummies. Nuance. Okay. Yeah. Fresh critic reviews. A superb addition to the Skywalker saga, which is sure to leave fans with plenty to talk and argue about. 
Star Wars. The Last Jedi now stands proudly alongside The Empire Strikes Back as one of the greatest sci-fi movies ever. Wow. I'm going to pause for effect. (laughs) The Last Jedi is easily the most most consistently exciting film in the series. What movie was he watching? Yeah. Uh, I think he meant The the Last Boy Scout instead. (laughs) Great movie. Halle Berry. Great movie. A superb addition to the Skywalker saga, which is sure to leave fans with plenty to talk. Uh, that's copy paste. Sorry. Rotten critic reviews. I know I- I'm in the minority here, but director Ryan Johnson's follow up to The Force Awakens felt overstuffed and incredibly disjointed. A collection of uncorrelated rah rah scenes and little else. Did I write that? Uh, that was Goots, but in, with uh, less panache. <laughs> Speaking of Ryan Johnson, I just saw uh, Knives Out last week. That is a gem. Is it good? Excellent. They got back in the Who Done It series and uh, everybody, loved it. Everybody's it's been great. saying it's really good. You may guess who did it, but you'll never guess how and why. Like I was changing my thought process like three and four, to- five times easily. It's very good. Next one: overfunded, bloated, self-important, and virtually immobile. The Last Jedi bears more than a passing resemblance to Jabba the Hutt. Sick burn. Ooh. This movie feels like a TIE fighter on the fritz, spinning in circles as it fire off, fires off one light show after another. I like that metaphor. I, I think all these Star Wars geeks had boners as they were typing this <laughs> review. <laughs> yeah, they're going to love this. TIE fighter, get it? Spinning out of control like Vader did in Star Wars. There are more genuine laughs and emotional resonance here than in any other movies have managed since Empire. Since Empire. But does it have a fraction of the weird cross-genre spark that, ha- that, the an- that animated the original trilogy? Not at all. Now we're going to the fun stuff. The five-star Amazon reviews. Yeah. Well, I'll get to, well, I'll get to the next one. It's my favorite. That was a fantastic movie. It was my personally favorite SW movie. And I personally, we know it's personal because you wrote it. I personally think that those who don't like it don't understand the movie and character arcs. Should die. <laughs> if he, this guy probably defends Rose, right? Oh, yeah. By the way, she had to shut her social media I don't like, down. I don't like that he said SW movies. You fucking idiot. You yeah. can say Star and Wars. It's only it's too much to type. Dante, this guy's got shit to do. You're writing your yeah, review. Like, on, you're writing your review. Off. Yeah. <laughs> and fly his drone. He doesn't have time for those extra five letters. What are you fly kidding? Fly his drone Listen, and off. This guy's <laughs> writing this review on his, br- on his lunch hour in his cubicle all right he had to get back with those 15 minutes are up as a star wars fan this movie was a long time coming excellent story lots of action great ending one of the best star wars since empire, empire strikes, strikes back, back. <laughs> after con- after careful consideration I will, I will fight this guy i know you will <laughs> I will well, he's just going to show up at his doorstep. He's going to slap with those many bracelets. Who are you? you? <laughs> After careful consideration, Star Wars The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars of them all. For those who hated this movie and felt like the genre lost something that'll never get back, I understand, but you're still wrong. Ooh, keyboard terrorist. <laughs> it's time to let old things die. Kill if you must. This movie does that and doesn't Quoted pull any that. punches. The guy did. <laughs> Honestly, I had a couple issues with it, but overall, I'm liking the the direction they've decided to take this. Okay, we have a couple more. 
Messi, a little confused and incredibly brave, like a fireman chasing down a, a lost kitten in a tree or a baby ever burning. Like some of the girls I brought home from the this bar in college. This makes me uncomfortable. His review literally is making yeah. my body uncomfortable. <laughs> writer direction, writer director Ryan Johnson, his gifted tap of gifted team of cast and crew, excuse me, have crafted the most interesting and artistically relevant Star Wars film in years. Provocative and earnest, juggling themes of disappointment, failure, and the importance of legends. Storytelling and choice. Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi critically and lovingly examines the greatest human touchstone series in history, challenging be- challenging many basic, comforting assumptions of the saga and reevaluating that we which love the boldest artistic blockbuster since Le- since Lucas's prequel trilogy. Oh boy, this guy. He's got a mouthful of Kenner action dolls in his he's, mouth and ass. He's somewhere in the Lucas family tree. Oh. <laughs> One star Amazon reviews. The open mic reviews, Tante. This is my favorite. I'm going to read this in comic book guy's voice. Worst Star Wars ever. (laughs) Horribly politically correct characters with no substance. That is dead on. Could you do this with your nose stuffed up? (laughs) Acting is subpar. (laughs) Plot is ridiculous. Directors should be barred from further projects. Well, I would agree with until that last part, because like I said, Knives Out is pretty goddamn good. First, the new owners of Lucasfilm hire director whose main ambitioning is is tearing down the mythology millions of humans have come to love, WTH. Then when fans, young and old, don't like seeing their beloved mythology torn down, they are told it's just because they're misogynist racists. Never, I don't want to use the F. I'm going to use the H yeah. because it's less offensive. Never mind this, that the same people have always loved Leia and Lando and Mace Windu, love Chirut Imwi. I don't know who that is. Oh, and Baze Malbus in Rogue One, and never had gripes about Padme or, or uh, Cassian. It's Calrissian. This guy was dressed as a Star Wars character while he was talking. He was this. the uh, Darth Nihilus, <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, oh, or the or the uh, pussy face co pilot in Jedi. What's in the end? Numb. That's his name. How do I know that? I don't know. Oh man! If you must, if Star Wars must die to teach Disney and similarly, similarly, uh, arrogant studios a lesson, I guess that's the silver lining. This movie is nothing more than an indie director using the biggest film franchise in the world to indulge his fetish with sub, sub, subversion. Excuse me, my God, what's wrong with me? Intentionally disrespects all the great storytelling that came before it, a disgrace. And Lucasfilm forcing Mark Hamill to end his iconic role in this piece of garbage is the saddest thing ever. Maybe his girlfriend leaving him. Girlfriend. Who am I kidding? What an abomination. I'm not sure which is the worst movie of all time. This or Highlander the Source. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Burn. That was a really bad movie. I never, did you see it? <laughs> yeah, I, it I saw part of it. I never that watched it. That was almost as bad as Ghost Dog. <laughs> with, with Forrest Whitaker? Was that bad? <laughs> oh, I never saw so that. Bad. Oh, Wait. did I see that? Ghost Dog, you, uh, which is almost as bad as Ghost Dad. Which With is, Bill Cosby. Oh, that's what I Ghost Dog. Who was that about? Forrest Whitaker. He's, like a, he's a ninja. He's the like Samurai. A, he was a Samurai. He's like a oh, that movie. Ninja. I got into that movie not even knowing what it was. And I just sat going the whole time going, what the fuck am I watching? We need a black guy who looks Asian. There's Forrest with his lazy eye. Done. <laughs> he's half he, Asian. And then he got a, a French ice cream dude who you don't know what he's saying. I, I didn't see this. <laughs> oh, you got it. That was it's a weird. Worst. It's the worst movie ever. Movie, and not in a good way. If they were trying to kill off Star Wars with a su- su- uh, single movie, this is it. If you love PC movies, then you'll probably love it more than I did. But the writer's... Really need to find a new profession because they suck. To make things worse, <laughs> worse, there, there wasn't the cool sci-fi usual scenes. It was just a letdown from start to finish. A two-hour slowest chase scene you'll ever see. Plot holes. So many plot holes. J.J. threw the ball up for Ryan to dunk. 
Ryan stabbed the ball with a knife, <laughs> set it on fire, <laughs> then Shit took a it. steaming dump on it. Shit the movie it. should have started out by saying, hey, are you a Star Wars fan? Great. Now go put on some lipstick because you don't need to get pretty before you get fucked. Hey, are you still there? Hey, go out and get yourself a steak dinner with some wine because it's better to wine and dine before you get fucked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, the, this guy is also a fan of the, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, oh, God, Insane Clown Posse. That's what they're fans of. I had, took so ICP long to for life. There you know it. Four Locos. All in all, I'd rather listen to Anakin Skywalker talk about sand while being set afire while crawling through a mile of broken glass and being kicked in the nuts than watch this movie again. That is all. Good day. From Kevin Goatee. No. Good day, uh, sir. <laughs> Uh, it started with such promise, but quickly went to hell. Luke and Leia are wasted. True. F- the, the Finn, not just Finn, The Finn, an Asian chick, in caps, so he gives her credit. Plot is boring. Also true. Ray and Ren spent too much time doing force porn. <laughs> force porn. That's, that's, they're not far off. That this was a, movie was something on. This movie was awful. <laughs> A-W-E-F-U-L. I'm over 40. I love Star Wars. This may be the worst movie ever. All time. Seriously. Worst. I'm not a writer <laughs> or a fan of spell check and editing. <laughs> Obviously, by this review, the, the people who wrote this script were writers, though, and this was their best idea, The Last Jedi. A really long funeral is seriously more entertaining than this, even if it was your own funeral. This guy, another one, uh, definitely, I picture someone wearing an orange vest in Home Depot writing this on his phone during his 30-minute break. Wow. Right? Oh, right? Well, there goes our blue-collar crowd. <laughs> what crowd? <laughs> this is the result of high Hollywood ideology taking place of entertainment. It reeks of the Hollywood message of political correctness and justice. Everyone hit on that a lot, and I definitely sniffed that out. I agree. Yeah. I couldn't even finish viewing the movie. The SJW and special effects generation will love this film. But people will eat garbage on a plate as long as you tell them it's gourmet. <laughs> or buy a banana duct tape to a piece of canvas, right? That's me. Topical. Right, Kevin? Good job. By reading some of the other reviews on here, I'm not the only one who noticed it. Okay. My notes and your notes and your notes. But here's what I noticed a few things. One, too jokey, and I actually yelled out, no, when Luke dies in the theater. I yelled that out. Uh, Rose is the second most annoying character in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Luke milking that monster is completely unnecessary. I did not Uh, see that. (laughs) The worst. Uh, one of the woman generals, the one below Laura Dern's character, has an insanely large nose. Her name is Commander Darcy, but her actress's name is Amanda Lawrence. Her nose is huge. Google that. I'd put in the monitors, but it's, they're not working. Adam, <laughs> Adam Driver needs to keep his mask on. He looks like Susan Boyle fucked a turnip. <laughs> Leia flying through space is awful. The whole casino scene is an unnecessary 30 to 45 minutes of my life. I went back. The the uh, the boy in the stable with the force with the broom in the very end. That should better pay off in fucking nine. It won't. Exactly. Finn brings nothing to the table in this film. Nothing. He is useless. Killing Snoke is a gamble that had better pay off in nine. It won't. Because I do not get that. Your notes, sir. Well, you know what? I want to. I want to give it to Dante because I feel you like really. You want to go to the argument section? You didn't have yeah. any notes. Okay, you, so you know, no, I have notes. I just have a feeling because I'm gonna. I, I have a feeling I agree with him. Yeah. And I don't want it to steal from his thunder. All right. So if you if you know anything about Joseph, you know, and you you ever heard of Joseph Campbell, hmm? myth of his heroes and stuff? One of I've the heard reasons, of that name. Yeah. One of the reasons why Star Wars, as the first Star Wars, was so, so great because those those archetypes 
are archetypes that work in epic films over and over again. So you have the chosen one, just like in Matrix, you have Neo and you have Luke and so on and so forth. And when you deviate from those from those archetypes, what happens is the 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 the, the whole sh- everything goes to shit because you need we as as we talk, tell stories that have been passed on from generation to generation, culture to culture, those archetypes are present. What they tried to do in this was flip those. They introduced a shitload of characters. They didn't develop the characters. When you talk about the Rose and Finn thing, it's so here's a situation where you have this girl who she's with all Adam. She basically was an animal rights person. because She's talking about, the, you know, those the things that were running that they were oh, the, the, the track, right. Yeah. So she's, she wants, this is animal rights. You stick this Asian chicken there because you just need to stick an Asian chicken there. Then you have a situation where the one thing that Finn was going to do that was going to redeem him, which was... Fuck the sac- shit out of her. No. Well, well <laughs> sacrifice himself in that canon, which, let's be honest, how come all of these 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 mass weapons take so long to charge the fuck up? You, how long does it take to charge up? Because it's fun to watch a meter fill up. We got, <laughs> we got AR-15s that just pop off with bump stock. You, we can't create a laser that just you hit the button? He said bump stock. <laughs> so you, There's no bump stock for the Death Star? <laughs> you don't have a... Don't you know how long it took that thing to shoot to triangulate <laughs> oh, and fire a bubble planet? What the f- so the one time he's getting ready to sacrifice himself and redeem himself for all the bitch shit that he did throughout two movies straight, then she she uh, you know he she saves him. Then you have this moment, and they don't even fuck each other. Like there's no sex. Oh, they this- did. They fucked the audience good <laughs> exactly. on this one. Exactly. His so so you have this this situation where the one thing he does to redeem himself, sh- they stop that as this huge. Fucking technical cannon is taking hours to load up. Yeah, it, it's, it's and then you have this sexual tension, and then you do nothing with it. Plus mm-hmm. the fact that what uh, I'm not sure that what's the uh, the female uh, silver phasma phasma phasma. Right. phasma. So you have a situation where you could take that same hero yeah. thing and build, you know, give this layers where he gets beat the first time, and then he, then he, you know, he you know best him but loses the second time and then he overcome yep. it just you just have him beat the shit out of her three times in a row it, it it so when he finally gets to the point where she's falling into the into the abyss it, you don't even care this nope. is, why why are you even one in? shot done what the fuck we should have did it one time and anyway. everybody online was so had such a phasma boner and yeah. wanted to know about her character. And FN one, three, two, two, three, whatever that. Yeah, such a waste. And then killing out Snoke too. You're like, wait, I didn't see that coming. Like, what? What are you gonna do with this? One of the most anticlimactic yeah. villain deaths. And how the fuck is he reading? Uh, uh, Kylo Ren. To how is he reading his mind? And he's gonna know that he's gonna smoke him. <laughs> like, the whole you're telling him what he's thinking, and then he just. Smokes you, plus the fact that I can't get behind Kylo Ren, the fact that he was in Girls with that, the fact that he was fucking that chick. I, I can't That's even the get best behind. actor award right there, trying to get a boner for her. I can't. That big pig. I can't even. I, no matter <laughs> what he does, I think to myself, oh, he was fucking the chick from Girls. This, I can't even. <laughs> Kylo Ren is the villain 
for today's generation. Oh, one hundred percent. A whiny, mopey little pussy uh, beta good guy. Point. Good point. I can't. I and by the way, I want more of it. I want his mask back on in episode nine. I, he's an unselling man to look at. All right, I just, it's face just like <laughs> ugh, dude. Really? When he started in and uh, in the Force Awakens, when he started slamming his helmet against the and having a tantrum, uh, I was like, you know who never did that? Vader. Vader never had a tantrum. Like, what are you doing? He did, but he killed people. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right, 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 right. He choked he them out. And he didn't have a tantrum. No. He talked to them and choked the shit out of them quietly. Or Rogue right. One, went, or in Rogue One, where he just lightsabered them and just destroyed oh, so them. He wasn't yelling. No. He, no, just, he, he felt... just lost his temper. That's A man loses his temper. Do you, people die. <laughs> Do you That's know it. who probably went... Oh my God! I'm finally off the hook. Hayden Christensen for episode yeah. two. We need to. It's not fair. It's not fair anymore. And his whole whiny pussy yeah. tantrum. Oh, so he awful. must have saw this and was like, "Dude, thank you, thank you for getting me off the hook for being the biggest pussy." Because Kylo Ren is such a nothing villain in this, and and they and they won't even commit to him being a villain. No, like the whole time you're going, still, is he gonna is he... turn? Well, you know what? Okay, so there's some. First of all, he's supposed to be the baddest of the dark side, and this chick who picked up a lightsaber last With week, no training, yes, and she's just she best. It was Luke's she's lightsaber. <laughs> you're killing Obi Wan's technically. No, that's true. That's true. Then you then you have a situation where it's it's so this is a very youngian kind of of thing. Like I'm I'm a I, I was a psych major. And so it's this whole thing about they're trying to say that there is no good or evil. Like, it's all gray. Oh, that's, another participation trophy theme. Fuck it, you. That's what it, it's all. We're all kind of. <laughs> di- and, and, and that might not have been a bad storyline to go for if they had committed to it. But they didn't even commit to the fact that, that if, if that's the case, then. The chick should have hooked up with Kylo Ren if that's what you like. She should have. She could. Wouldn't that have been interesting if she went with him? Right. Because you, it's not your your parents are nobody. Your parents are drunks that sold you. There's no real good or bad. It's all kind of gray. Even what you call it alludes to that. To that in um, Samuel Jackson alludes to the fact that there's a balance of the force right. and so on, and that you have to master both sides of the force. And wouldn't it have been cool if he had just she re, he reached a hand out and she took it. Right. And then there's this yeah. whole other. They weren't taking those kind of chances with no, this movie. But, but and there he's shirtless talking to her. She's like, Can you put a shirt on? I'm like, yeah, can you put a shirt on? Like, what are we doing with this? I get that you did some push ups for this, but yeah, 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 yeah. nobody really cares. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then on the, on the like, you, you're supposed to suspend your, your belief system, but it, how, does, how do you end a whole warship by ramming into it at hyperspeed? The whole point. Of hyperspeed is that you don't run into right, stuff. Right, right. You bend. You. You bend. know how many shit they're probably running into as they're <laughs> right as flipping through space <laughs> at, at at light speed. You the the whole thing is everybody understands that that whole hyperspeed is folding, uh, folding reality and and sliding through a wormhole. All of a sudden now, it, they're just they could have did that with a Millennium Falcon. And ran it through, uh, through the Death Star, right? And it would have, bl- like, so it's like you're not even. You, you, there's no. I didn't have a problem with the light speed killing off the uh, the big ship. I didn't have. But a really that's problem. literally I like know. him them ramming a ship. If they if they could do that before, they could have did that in Empire Strikes. Back. But you know what? It's an interesting point because when I went went back and rewatched it, I forgot that that happened, and that okay. and that and that was like a moment in the movie where you're like, oh man. That was a brilliant idea. 
And like that, I, I will never forget how any of the original three ended and what, what major yeah. moments there were. Right. That, I was just, it just slipped from my mind, and then I watched it again, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's what they chose just, to go with. That's, what they, that's the, what they did. He hit the gas. She she hit the gas. Which, what the fuck was she doing? Like, why was she even in? What was her place? And then she's the captain. She's telling everybody uh, she has a plan, but she, she doesn't want to tell. Hair, man. She doesn't want to tell anybody what the plan is. And they're going. They're, he gets read, to the point where he goes into mutiny yeah. about about the planet because he should just follow her. Why? Well, you know, because she's a chick. And she's in charge. We should just shut the fuck up. And, like, what's the plan? What, there is no plan. Just follow the leader. Exactly. What's What's great about your mutiny point? I and that and this is this goes to the point that they wouldn't take a chance. I thought Poe was going to pull off the mutiny. I thought that was going to be part of the oh, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. That he was like, he stepped up and he's like, no, we're not fucking doing this. You're being a pain in the ass. Let me take charge. I know what's going on. And then they just like. What did they shoot him or they did something? They stunned him. They stunned him. They stunned him. They stunned him. And then I was like, oh, well, that was an interesting. And you just, just, you just ruined it. it. <laughs> it. When I first saw this, I was fine with it. I was like, it's fine. There were some good, gutsy choices he made for sure. But then I'm like, the whole thing with the sister dying in the very beginning with, with the, the, the bombs yeah. and, the, and, the, and the necklace, and then we're going to wear that. And then that's what Benicio del Toro wanted was the necklace because that was some kind of salt or whatever. Like, these are the sticking points we're making with this film, really? Yeah. And boy, oh boy, that casino scene. The, uh, the whole, it's a waste the of... whole code breaker shit. What it's, an agreement. Can I, can I ask time. you something that's always bothered me with this movie? Sure. When the, when the big googly eyed chick told them in the middle of a battle, go find. The code breaker, he'll be wearing a blue flower on his whatever. Yeah, and no payoff for that either. Could you imagine go, somebody saying, hey, listen, go to Vegas. There's going to be a guy with a blue flower. Even flower. Better. You'll listen, find him. Go to Europe. <laughs> There's a guy with a blue flower. Where? France? I would have been like, can you give me no. some coordinates? Yeah. Can you give me like a table he'll be at? They just use the force to find him. <laughs> Figure it out. And, and that, that, that's kind of the turning point, too, when Benigo del Toro says, he goes, there's this really no sides. Like, that was the whole point that there's no good and evil. And the whole reason why we got behind the original Star Wars yep. because because of that. We were fighting even though people had these these shortcomings, you had to but they were fighting for the good. How do you take Luke and make him a grumbly old dude oh. when he was the, he was if you think about him through every of the original Star Wars movies, he was the light like the hopeful He was the dude. optimist. He was, he was always absolutely so okay, you wanna say he's He's a grumbly old dude. Tell me how he... Right. How, how did that happen? Well, because he's bitter because he lost... The t that I can follow. Because he lost Han Solo's kid, Ben. And he lost in the teachers, and he lost the school, and everything went to shit. I just... I don't... That's, I, I, that, I can, that I can deal with, the hermit part. I just don't believe that... I, I agree with you, Dante. I, and I, I see your point, Kevin. But I don't, I don't think that Luke, the character that we were taught to know and would, understand, would have gotten there. No. I think I he would have been bummed out, but I think he would have found some way Hopeful. to turn it around. Like, maybe he would have been reluctant, but he wouldn't have been... He took... They, it was like, all right, remember how Obi-Wan was? Yeah. We're going to take everything likable about him and make him an asshole. Yeah. That's Luke now. Yeah. The whole story about him, uh, Luke, and then Ben Solo, why they decided to try and kill each other, that was murky at best. Like, really? Like, you saw the dark side in him, but you know how this works, though. Right. The light could be turning the dark into the light, da-da-da-da. And I thought that was a very half-assed excuse he used to get him out of the... so much where they just didn't have really good opportunities, and they and they just didn't execute on anything. Like, where you say, oh, that'd be interesting if they there was a mute. 
and then they nothing. Yeah, so they, it's like they, uh, the whole movie was the first half of a hand job. Every it was like a, a, a slow yeah, hand job. I'm out of lotion. <laughs> I'm out of spit. I got cotton now. It was like the slowest car chase yeah, in history. It's like awful. the one guy said in the reviews. Also, Yoda, great seeing him. <laughs> what a waste. What did he, what was he there for? Hey, what let's use a lightning bolt and set the Jedi Temple on fire and set all the books on fire. And that was it. Like that we just learned about. We brought this we brought him back. Don't get me wrong. Love to see Yoda. Yeah. But for this Yeah. Yeah. Big swing and a miss. It was. It was. I. I think you're. You're dead on. The. The real problem with this movie and with this second trilogy or third trilogy, however you want to consider it, latest trilogy, is that they haven't given us characters to really care about. Right. I don't feel attached to any of them. Poe is 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 close to being interesting, but they they haven't the, given yeah. us anything. Yeah. Most vanilla, generic Han Solo Hans, wannabe yes. you want to yeah. be. Yes. Yeah. And Finn. Is Finn, you know, he started off kind of as a coward because he ran from being a star trooper and then he slowly earned his, his, his way back by the end of, uh, by the end of The Force Awakens. And then he goes back to being a coward again yeah. and he's running. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, wh- wh- who are you? Yeah. You haven't, yeah. you, there's no arc. You're yeah. just, you're like, you're just, uh, you're a sign curve. You just yeah. keep going up. Pick, pick, pick where you're going to be. Yeah. And yeah. I think J.J. Abrams would have played so safe with the first one because he knew he'd be under huge scrutiny after, you know, not to screw up this next one. Because I know what we're going to do. We're just going to take Star Wars and do a very, very parallel line of thinking yeah. with this again. Yeah. Now, I don't know what Ryan Johnson did because this sure is hell an empire. Maybe some of the dark overtones, but nowhere near no. what was done in 1980. You almost feel like uh, Ryan was like, here's a bunch of characters here now write a movie right with those characters and fit them in somehow right. and even when you didn't have a place for them you stuck them in like this purple head bitch like she just irked the fuck out Lord of Dern's character yeah, yeah. Uh, just like what why, why are you here right like uh, what is that and we don't know nothing about anything about Snoke's history why no. he came to be always we didn't get anything no. and the first one you're like alright we're gonna play it safe because we had two more films to develop them cool I'll give him a pass for that a few holograms here and there yeah. Fine. But then they just off them right in the middle of this one. I'm like, really? That's that's it? No story, no backstory, no what the hell? No how he came from the Emperor, from the dark side, or where his training is, and how he fell in with uh, Kylo Ren. Nothing. Nothing. This, the, all I can say is this third movie better do some serious work and yeah. put all of this shit back together. It's I a, lo- it's a long one, too. No, I don't think you can either. Because no. even, if they, even if they put put it together, it's going to suck because <laughs> they got to put it, get it back right. to... Ground zero, right? First. You, you know, it's what like this playing is? from a deficit. Yeah, yeah. No, this is like you burned a pizza, and you're trying to pick out the parts that are still like not completely flambéed. Like, yeah. let me see if I can find some. Like, here's some pepperoni, some cheese. That, that slice doesn't look that bad. Let me scrape the black, the the, the chart shit off. That's what this film is going to be. Yeah, yeah. And, and in two and a half hours, I don't think you're going to be able to undo. You can't what was undo done. two movies, two shitty movies back to back. No characters, no storyline. They never made a decision about what they were going to do. You violated all the science that you even when you right. you violate all ends of that. You 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 this guy who's supposed to be he's supposed to be better than Vader. Kylo Ren's supposed to be bad. He's a goddamn. He's a he's he's a you know he's supposed direct, to be a prodigy. His grandfather for he's Christ's sake. Supposed to be sakes. fucking LeBron yeah. of but, and, Jedi's. And you know what? You're right, Kev, in the fact that they didn't even attempt to move on from the original trilogy because it's just a mirror of it's not the rebels, it's the resistance. Right. It's not the empire. It's yeah, the what are they? What are the new order? The, the new order. Yeah. Like and you're not only- even trying for some new formula. Like yeah. figure something else out. Like maybe maybe. You could have done something creative and been like, all right, well, the Jedi were ruling, and then the Jedi all started to turn dark. 
because they got so obsessed with their power. And that's who the new villain is. Now the Jedi's are other. Do something interesting. Don't just recreate the original trilogy and but say, they did, they here, did that enjoy. On every level except for the storyline and developing the characters right. and making you give a fuck about the characters. And then you, 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 you expect people to invest in this. And then you just you create so many characters that you don't even have enough time to develop these relationships. You have multiple relationships. You've got this the, the the Asian chick who's lost his sister and she's righteous and Finn who's a pussy but he's not a pussy and this chick who's supposed to be the greatest Jedi ever but she's never been trained and it's just on everything you could disjointed find, as hell just, yeah it's like what the fuck were you thinking and you want me to and follow Leia it? flying and Leia flying that Frozen. was a perfect Frozen way to, to, to ace her out of the series because she had already died by that yeah, point. just let it go like that's how she dies okay. It wasn't even him who took the shot. It was another TIE fighter. Fine. Yeah. But you're going to let it go out like that? Let it go out. And then you could have said, well, you know, she did pass away, so they had, they couldn't shoot. Yeah. But, now they, give, but you, now they CGI'd her for nine. That's going to be terrible. And there's going to be a whole to-do thing. Yeah. Like, I don't mind CGI'ing her in, in Force, and uh, sorry, Rogue One, where she just says two lines. All right, cool. I'm down with that. But again, here's what happened. He, Abrams gave Ryan Johnson, you know when you go to, well, I don't because I don't cook. My wife, when she'll cook, she'll go, she'll make something or whatever, and then she'll go, look, we're take this to my parents' house. What you have to do is everything's pretty much pre-made. You may have to add a couple other things that are fresh. Right, right, And right. then throw it in the oven for half an hour, right, right. and then we're going to eat like right. a king. Right. Cool. So what Ryan Johnson did was he took this concoction of food <laughs> and said, oh, God, this is garbage. Throw it in the trash, poured bleach on it, and then take it out, took it out to the curb. <laughs> That's what he did. <laughs> And now JJ's going to go back and go to the to the curb and go let me get that trash bag out and and pull all the the, the stuff I can I can salvage out for this one. Then you take you take Luke, you go okay. If you strike me down, I will be with you know the whole right. over forever. Yeah, and then you give me a hologram where he's not really there, and then he dies anyway in a uh, fuck you. I have to he think didn't that die he for being <laughs> struck down. He's been shot to death. All right, fine. But from meditating, was it, was it you and I that was talking about it? That I don't think he's dead, and you were saying you don't think he's dead either because of the hand. Yes, because his hand never falls. Yeah, because when he turns to a, a force ghost, yeah. you know his clothes fall, but you never see his hand drop. Yeah. The, the robotic hand, right. and that wouldn't have gone with him. Right. So I, I'm. I, I think I think we're too smart for the script writers, and yeah. we figure that out yeah. on ourselves. Yeah. They couldn't even do a this purple head bitch. And you guys are talking about the hand. It's not can, can I just tell you that somebody said this with strikes, but just I know this is off topic. Remember in Terminator Two? Yeah. Where Arnold is getting his ass beat by the T one thousand. Yeah. Right? And then they they, they he goes, You we can't keep it anymore because you're going to be a reminder of the future and the of, of the, the, of the of the Terminators. And they lower him into the pit. But what happened? And I'm thirteen yep. years old in the theater going Hey, you forgot his hand that was caught in the gears yeah, right. because they can just go back and clone that and go back from Cyberdyne and blah, 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 blah. Right. So whatever. That's right. right. So same thing with the hand thing. Yeah. So that's what I'm kind of tying in with the big yeah. thing. Dante, Kevin, has Dante Nero made a resounding argument and changed our minds on this film? He didn't have to change my mind because nope, I already agreed right. with him. <laughs> no, you're right. Change, I didn't change right. your mind No, because, and again, after this last rewatch, I go, I was wrong. Like the first time I saw it, I was like, this is good. It's good. It's better than Force Awakens. It's a different... Definitely there are warts, but it's good. Now the more I rewatch, I'm like, boy, boy. Yeah. Yeah. This is I'm putting this and here's my ranking, and you guys can jump in with yours, I hope. Um uh, we're starting off with Star Wars, as I said, is one. Jedi is two, Empire's three, Rogue One is four. Oh, you're going with those two, okay. And then I'm going uh uh episode three is five. Then I'm going to put fuck. 
do I take? I'm not going to count Han Solo because that's not even mm. in the universe. <laughs> then I'm going to take episode two, and then wow, Force putting... Awakens, and then one. Wow. I'm sorry, no, sorry. I take it back. Force Awakens, then Last Jedi, and then one. Wow. I'm ending on Phantom. Some guy. Oh, Crystal Blasio goes. There's no worse film than Last Jedi. I go. Phantom Menace is worse than Last Jedi. It is bad, but it is not that bad. I uh, let me hear him, Kevin. I I think I agree with you, except I put I put Empire above New Hope. Okay, fine. I, I, that's fine. That's I preference. Like, and I, I, you know, I I you and I have gone back and forth about this as to whether or not episode uh, episode three was as episode three ends really good. I thought the whole thing was, was uh, solid, start to finish. I, uh, I, I, I just hated those movies so much. You hate the hate movies, it. but you hate that one independently of that. I, I, you know, I'd have to go back and watch it, but I, I'm pretty much in line with you. Okay. Dante, let me hear your rankings. I would, I would go the same as you go, but I would move Empire Strikes Back. Uh, to one or two? Back. Like five. Ten? Five. Really? You're, you're what an are ep- you putting ahead of Empire? Uh, I would put episode three. Ah, uh, that's egregious, Ooh. but I told you it's good. Yeah, bold. I think three's bold. good. That's yeah. bold. I wouldn't put it above Empire. And what else would you have above Empire? Uh, hmm. Like, you know, Star Wars, one, two, three. Uh, after four, I'm kind of good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have a, I don't know if I would. Move one, like I wouldn't argue with you if you moved one forward or back. I just so the trilogy is a trilogy, and yeah, that's it. and that, and that's you know we start from there, and then the love for that is just like it's fo- it's not food, not just food, but it's good food. Do you know what I mean? It's like I need this, I gotta eat this. Rogue One, where does that fit in? Uh, I fucking love Rogue, Rogue One. I thought Rogue great. One was like, good, so was was, but I didn't, I wouldn't even put. You know what I mean? I don't know if I would put that in there. It's kind of like a different thing altogether. I think because they, they tied it all in, though. That's the difference between that and Solo, I think. I would, I would, you know what? I would put that before Empire. Solo was like a fan uh, yeah. film. Yeah. Yeah. Solo yeah. was like, hey, you know how what happened to Han Solo? <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares. Didn't well, we're care. making it. <laughs> kind of like Black Widow. No one gives a shit about this, and that trailer <laughs> looks bad. Uh, see, I like, I, I'm interested to see David Harbour's character. I, I think that's going to be interesting. I do not care about Black Widow. Yeah. I, I mean, do I don't. I, I, I was never sitting there going, I want to see the Black Widow back. Are you going to pay 15 bucks to see this in no. the theater? Okay, me neither. Okay, no. good. Were you, a, were you a uh, comic book dude? Or like, what did I you... watch the cartoons. What did you what who did you who did you fuck with like who I didn't read I didn't have comic books as a kid I read I watched but I mean, all the cartoons. who did you what did you do because you know how people oh I like mean you. Batman Spider Man yeah. a lot of the Marvel stuff I love the Marvel like? films Wolverine now. yeah Wolverine, Wolverine. I, yeah, I, yeah, I collected yeah. all his comic books I had books. really eclectic like way I loved a uh, Ghost Rider really I used to read Son of Satan I haven't even heard of that uh, yeah, and and uh, I liked Man Thing and Swamp Thing. Did you get Swamp into, Thing? Uh, and Doctor Kate? Strange. Did you, so wait, uh, did you watch Doctor the series, Strange. the Swamp Thing series? Yeah. Was yeah. it good? Yeah. Uh, the, wait, you mean the new one or yeah, the old the one? the new one. No, I didn't watch the whole uh, thing. Everybody said it was good, but yeah. then it got canceled. Yeah, I heard it was good. Did you like the Ghost Rider by Nick Cage? Well, one I hate it all. Oh, <laughs> my Hey, you know God. what? Ghost Rider. It's a great character. Ghost Rider's been done dirty this whole time. Yes. He, they needed to make a horror movie about Ghost Rider, like a legitimate horror movie. Ghost Rider comes has such a dark story, and the Nick Cage movies were just campy. The what they did with him in the one TV show where he's driving the car, but I know that's a version in the comic books. Yeah. They should have just done a really dark horror take on Ghost Rider, like what Netflix did with um, Punisher. Yes, like right. I watched, see, I watched Punisher about a season and a half, and I just never got back into it. Like, eh, eh. 
Eh. No, I'm sorry. Half a season. I take that back. Yeah, half I dug, a season. I dug Punisher. Does it? Yeah, I like, yeah I'll I go like back it. and get into that, I guess. It was really dark. I like Punisher. It was yeah. fine, but I wasn't yeah. like, oh, I can't wait to watch the next, next it episode. Because really uh, it, it really wasn't superhero-y. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more like Serpico <laughs> right. type. Yeah. You know, like it was It was like a real... And that's kind of what I what I liked about it because it, it wasn't comic booky. Maybe I should get, maybe I'll get back into it. Yeah. I, I, I did, and we talked about this before, The Boys, the new trailer for The Boys came out. That was yeah. pretty good. Oh, so yeah. good. That was, yeah. You saw that, Dante? No, I didn't see it. Oh, it's so On good. On Amazon, it's good. Bro, yeah. go home and watch it right now. Yeah. So yeah. good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So good. Elizabeth Shue, kind of sort of naked. Yeah. She's hot. It's, did you see this, uh, the thing on the Disney thing? Um, Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah, Watching that, I'm caught up. Yeah. It was pretty good. I think, I think I'm back good. as an episode. I'm, it's fine. I'm not yeah. like, I'm not like, oh my god, it's so great. It's fine. I yeah. think the worst insult Kevin can give to anybody is like, <laughs> like I feel like he got done fucking with somebody once, and she's like, was it good? And he's like, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. I finished. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> in today's terms, I would send her in an Uber, not an Uber pool. <laughs> That's a sign of true love, right, guys? Dante Nero, where can we find you besides uh, Man Class 202? Man School. Man, man school, school, excuse me, sorry. Man School 202 on Instagram, the Dante Nero. DanteNero.com. I also do uh, relationship consulting. Uh, DanteNero.com. Click on consult. I'll tell you how to... Handle you, you bitch. Hey, get out <laughs> Like Sean Connery did in Goldfinger. Yeah, Slap her ass. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Israel? Uh, you can check me out at kevinisrael.com. My album's on iTunes at The Struggle Is Real. And I will be headlining Catch a Rising Star for New Year's Eve. Dope. KevinGoatee.com, and that's all fixed up. But fantasy football, jibber-jabber. Another week of winning free money, Kevin Israel. Five and three. Oh, you're killing it. You're making I'm me almost want to start betting on stuff. 64% to the year against the spread, my friend. Not a bad run at all. Paying for Christmas presents and shit. KevinGoatee.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter for the dates and whatever. Although I'm a little light right now. I'm looking for some bookings. Please, thank you very much. Uh, Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast is right here. You can find us. And again, we say this every single episode how about a five-star rating and a one-star review? Pretty, pretty please. Come on, guys. We do all this work for you. Yeah. Just do a little for us. I mean, we're getting in. We're getting these top people commenting like, oh, my God, Godfather 2 people are talking about and all these top-notch films. You're right. We're doing the legwork, goddammit. Now you just write a few sentences. Few sentences. Review. That's few sentences. It. Kevin Goatee, Kevin Israel, Dante Nero, thank you for joining us today on Gutting the Sacred Cow. We will see you next time. Take care. What we should have done is we should have found somebody who loved... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.